Previously on the campaign trail. We wanted to go to prison. I do apologise. Vane has been on the run for some time, got herself captured and went to Alcatraz, but managed to get away somehow, miraculously. I was hoping to get that information out of her. Wait, wait, you wanted to get a pirate queen drugs dealer elected? Listen, we are pirates. We are smugglers by trade. This town was once the hub of the rice trade. How'd you get, how'd you get yourself out? You can uh, get in underneath, because uh, before it was a prison, it was uh, the, the abode of a cursed warlock. And so there's all these cave systems underneath. The Shadow Maze Caves, they call them. As a large creature raises its head across up, up above the starboard side, its eyes blank, its teeth large and jagged as its maw opens wide and you and its lure dangles down glowing its glowy light as this horrifying giant anglerfish glowers at you can you all roll for initiative i'm going to fall on my knees crying out Cthulhu really yeah really you see the anglerfish uh, as it's floating away uh, you see a large tentacle comes out underneath it wraps it up and then pulls the body of the anglerfish down underwater oh, there's something out there that's even bigger than the big nasty like fish thing look I've got an idea I've got a bit of old blasting powder left we'll head to the arena and make a big noise create a distraction That'll help you get the prisoners free. The cave systems are intricate and they echo with each footfall. You can hear the ocean behind you as you go, but it fades to a hiss and then a hum before it is gone completely. Twisting and turning through the tunnels, you come to a beaded curtain in front of an entrance. Uh, pushing in, you find a square-cut room. It has a fireplace, a rug and a desk. On the opposite end of the room is a closed door. It's wooden and studded with iron. What do you do? Um, I'd like to ask if we've had a short or long rest since the last session. Uh, You've had a... Go on, I'll say I'll I'll give you a long rest. It was a... a, Oh, yay, I get my level three spell to watch back. Anyway, yes, what do we do? So let's go have a look at the desk then. Uh, Make an investigation check. I would also like to investigate the desk, so I will join you there. Two. Okay, nine? it's a desk. Uh, with a nine, uh, it's a desk with papers piled on top of it. Could I have a look at the papers? Sure, make another investigation. Ten. <laughs> Not much better. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I've just noticed there were some papers on that desk. I don't know how I didn't see those papers. <laughs> no, I, mean... I just um, noticed it's a desk, in fact. Oh. The papers look like uh, somebody's... Uh, journal i guess uh it's the writing's quite small and intricate it's a cursive handwriting that is uh very very neat but very very difficult to discern it's kind of an old archaic uh, language almost uh but you can make out the name of the person it was uh baron von coltington 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 okay is there a joke is there a joke in that that we're not no. guessing <laughs> no there's not it's just a <laughs> funny word i thought that's all right then Someone needs to try and read the papers, but not me, as I rolled two. <laughs> I mean, I've already given it a go. Shall I try and read the papers? Please, yeah. Tilda. Okay, I'll have a look at the papers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and listen at the door. Okay. 
I'll cut to you in a minute. Joe, can you want to roll? Okay. Yeah. What am I rolling? Investigation. Investigation. Uh, ten. You don't get much more than Dereth got. Okay. Yeah. No, I I, I don't get any more than you did, Dereth. <laughs> uh, Incredible that. Pelicos, what are you doing to the door? You're just listening at it. Yes, just listening to it. Uh, perception check. Back and pathetic attempt to actually be able to read this bit of paper. But no, <laughs> I've not even noticed it's a bit of paper. Almost as if it's a major clue to the puzzle. No, <laughs> is it? Oh. It's very nice handwriting, but none of us can read it. Oh, I just oh, thought the door looked right, kind of rococo. Uh, so you listen at the door, make a perception check. Ten. <laughs> this, um, is, this is getting quite... We're all fairly average today. Uh, <laughs> you listen at the door and you can't really hear anything. Oh, um, okay. Now I'm on the back to the table. Okay. Hello, what are you guys doing? Uh, we're do we're trying to read this papers. piece of paper. Do you want to make an investigation check? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a bit better. Um, Is it 11? 18. <laughs> 18, correct. Oh, look, paper. Uh, where, where? I haven't seen any. I haven't noticed any paper. Can you read it? Yes, uh, and it's the right way. So, with your uh, eighteen, uh, you see that uh, it takes you a, a minute or so to read through it. It's uh, Baron von Coltington's um, dissertation on uh, extraordinary etiquette. Uh, it talks about the importance of manners and how uh, anybody who wants to get anywhere in life needs to be polite and uh, respectful of their elders, uh, especially people in important positions like barons. And uh, it's all about pleases and thank yous and uh, being extraordinarily overly polite. Uh, seems to be something he's obsessed with. Uh, you also find with that, uh, you find some other sort of more official looking papers, uh, like work orders. Uh, you see that he was someone who who was tasked with guarding this door uh, for his master. And um, you know what? With an 18, I will give you that. You see uh, at the top of uh, this page, you see that uh, he has written um, uh, Baron von Coltington, um, Master Guard for my master. Uh, so that did not make any sense. I should have written this bit out. Uh, uh, most important Sorry. of all the guards uh, serving my great master, the powerful warlock Malzar. I've heard oh. that name before. Um, I think I've kind of impersonated that name before. That would be why. Yes. This is an interesting gentleman. He seems quite uh, well-mannered. Uh, can you make a perception check for everybody? All of us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 22. 22. Nice. Excellent. 14. Okay. Tilda, with your 22, uh, you have a quick sort of uh, circle around the room uh, and you look at the door, the, the exit door, and you notice that it has a handle, but it is not locked. Oh, I'm going to open it. Uh, you open the door and are greeted by a tall figure in armour who is looks... Is it actually a tall figure or is it just a tall figure because I'm looking at it? Uh, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> uh, it looks down at you, and then looks at the rest of you, and then promptly flips you off, and slams the door. Oh, that was rude. Oh, oh, he clearly wasn't Baron Baron Coltington, was he? No. <laughs> could, 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 could I knock the door again? Okay. Uh, you knock the door, and a little porthole opens, and uh, you see this helmeted face. Uh, or do you, you just see a helmet looking out at you. 
and it sort of waits patiently. Um, I'd like to flip it off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do I have to make a flipping off check? <laughs> uh, Dareth, 19 versus AC. That's going to hit me. Okay. Uh, a, the door comes slamming out into your face. Ow! Uh, and you take six points of bludgeoning damage. Yep, I deserve that. And the door slams closed again. Ow! How rude! I just let out a blood curdling scream and try and pull the door open and attack the person on the other side. Uh, sure. Uh, make an attack roll. Uh, plus your strength, I guess. Uh, so I've rolled 13 and my strength is, oh, 8. Your strength modifier, which I think will be minus 1 if with an 8. Yeah, that would be So that will be, what did you roll again? 13. 13. 13, so that'll be 12. Uh, that does not hit the uh, armour class, so you swing open the door and batter with your clawed hands and the uh, armoured gentleman just kind of kicks you back and then flips you off again and slams the door closed. <laughs> Good lord. I'm just going to kick the wall in rage. <laughs> Magic toast. Is this man an introvert? Uh... Have, have we considered being polite to him? It's an interesting concept. I just I, mean, I realise it's a difficult concept and one that we may struggle with, but <laughs> yeah, it's clearly something about guards set in great store by politeness. Perhaps if we knock the door and say, excuse me, can we come in, please, sir? Maybe we'll no, get we just with, go and kill him. We must just go Throwing ourselves him. at him and shrieking. Surely you don't want to kill him. Surely you want all people to go descend happily into the abyss or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyone who has read my, read my book will know there's a certain point at which the miserable, moping, solipsistic character suddenly reveals themselves to be a psychopathic mass, mass murderer. This is that point. <laughs> I think we should go and kill him. Ah, you're a psychopathic mass murderer. Great. Things could go either way. Break into a prison with a psychopathic mass murderer and somebody who's accidentally a wizard and a bard. You're not okay. A sorcerer, please. <laughs> An accidental uh, sorcerer. I shall knock firmly but politely on the door. Yeah, the little porthole opens and uh, the helmet is looking out at you. Good afternoon. We're here campaigning on behalf of a favourite party. <laughs> and we wondered if we could have a word with you. Uh, make a performance roll. 17. Surely that's not performing. Surely that's his job. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you're still performing your job. Uh, uh, I'm remarkably good at my job. He, uh, he nods and opens the door and stands aside, letting you through. And uh, is sort of bowing to you as well. Thank you very huh? much, sir. My good man. Uh, thank you very much. I, I, I doff my Robin Hood hat. Uh, uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> he gives you a look, Dareth, as you Dareth, go. Be polite. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, you pass through the door and uh, up another um, tunnel uh, that winds its way through the cave systems. Uh, it takes you a while to uh, reach another beaded uh, curtain that you part and walk into a slightly longer, more sort of rectangular uh, room. Within this room, you can see there is a large grandfather clock uh, next to the opposite wall. Um, uh, sorry, on the opposite wall next to a door. Uh, this door is locked. Uh, the ceiling uh, has a sort of weird rainbow pattern on it that sort of colours mingling into one another. Uh, other than that, the uh, floor is just plain stone and uh, the walls are kind of grey stone as well. Uh, what do you do? I'd like to look at the clock, please. Okay, uh, make an investigation check. Is it telling the right time? <laughs> uh, it says 
six thirty. Mm. Even a stopped clock tells the right time twice a day. Mm. Unless it's a twenty-four yeah. hour clock, in which case it's only once. I what? think I'm quite distracted Can by Rainbow Ceiling. Clock. <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> um, uh, what did you roll, Joe? Seven. Uh, it's a grandfather clock. It's not Very ticking. Nice. I think you you get that it's it's broken. We could wind it up. We could start it. <laughs> you could wind it up. Well, I've oh, always you're been a stupid people up. I mean, <laughs> or do that thing. That? What is that? That thing where you set the you set the thing going. The um... twiddle with the pendulum. Yes, you? The pendulum. Yes, well, the end of time isn't going to come if we don't have a clock to measure time with. So let's start the clock. Uh, what are you doing to achieve this? <clears throat> Twiddling with the pendulum. You spit the pendulum swinging. Okay, you open up the grandfather clock and there are no pendulums inside. Uh, instead, there are a series of clockwork cogs inside it, uh, although they are broken. And at the bottom of the internal workings, uh, you see a small box. Let's open the box. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it has uh, cogs within, in it. within the box, there are fresh cogs, uh, but each a different colour. There is a red one, a blue one, a yellow one, a green one, an orange one, and a white one. Do they match the colours on the ceiling? Uh, make an investigation check. Uh, or insight. I think this will be insight. 19. Okay, yeah. Uh, On the ceiling, you see the patterns repeat, and eventually you get the sense that this is a clue to the puzzle. Uh, You see yellow turns to blue, red turns to white, orange turns to green, blue turns to black, white turns to yellow. There are four spaces in the grandfather clock for cogs. I'm guessing we want to put them in that sort of order. I'm guessing that if we don't, something horrible will happen. <laughs> oh, but we've already survived so many horrible things. What's one more? Would you like to hear the order? This nihilism again? is catching. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> I will triumph. The nameless gods will triumph, you see? He understands now. I mean... Entropy, entropy. They've all got it, entropy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the cooks are red, blue, yellow, green, orange, white. Oh, Could you sorry. Paste that in? I, Go. I completely forgot a piece of the description. Uh, at the top of the series of cogs, one of the cogs was not broken. Uh, it was the black cog, which is the last one in the sequence. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> cake mixed to cake. <laughs> <laughs> As dinosaur is to bike, pterodactyl is to blank. <laughs> Anyway, okay. So the black one's at the top. Yeah. So the what blue one should go underneath glider. that. No, glider, it's glider. What dinosaur is if dinosaur is to bite, pterodactyl is to its bite it's glider, isn't it? Hang glider, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> Incredible. So so the, the blue one against the black one. Yeah. Uh-huh. The yellow to the blue one. The yellow's the blue. Then the yellow one. Mm-hmm. And then the white one. one. Uh, okay, you do all that, and you take a step back, you hear a click, the clock chimes, and the door opens. Hooray! Yes. Timely? Oh, there's a better pun here. Uh, Pelikos, can you make a perception check for me quickly? Fifteen. Okay, you take a look at the lock on the door, and you realise you probably could have picked that lock with a DC of five. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> it's more fun uh, this way. Okay, uh, so are you enjoying these uh, these dungeon puzzles? <laughs> I hope you are. Um, I figured that last time we did a dragon, this time we've got to do a dungeon. So I uh, like the dungeon puzzles. Yes. Um, so you uh, again head through a series of tunnels and come to another beaded curtain and enter uh, another room. This one is somewhat larger than uh, the others, uh, though it is more square. And again, at the opposite end of the room, you can see a locked door. In the middle of the room stands a large hourglass. Uh, all the sand is in the bottom at the moment. Uh, either side of it are two small statues that look like uh, people in heavy armour. Behind the hourglass is a much larger uh, figure, uh, statue, uh, that is holding a massive mace. There is also a lever in front of the uh, hourglass, and there is a little plaque next to the lever that says, I bring the sand above. As you approach, uh, the large statue raises a hand to you and says, The patient must pass the test. Oh, fuck, I've never been patient. (laughs) (laughs) As you approach, the uh, large statue flips the lever and the timer turns and the sand starts pouring out. The two smaller statues come to life and move towards you. Would you like to roll initiative for me? Oh, God. Fuck it. Ah, I thought this was going to be a riddle. It could be a riddle battle. 18. 18. But it's so 18. Oh, uh, who's got the higher dexterity? My dex is 14. 16. Oh. Okay. Uh, Tilda, you're uh-huh. up first. I'm up first. Okay. Oh, fucking Two hell. smaller statues and one very big statue. Well, I don't want to be really in the very big statue because the big statue has a very big mace and I do not wish to take mace to the face. Um... So, oh, it's a statue. I don't really, I'm not sure there's any point in going at it with the sword. Um, I'm going to try and break the hourglass. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. Take it with the sword. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, nine. Uh, your sword just kind of goes tink off uh, the glass. Okay. Uh, one of the statues, the one on, I'll say the one on the left. Uh, goes next, and he or they swing a big old mace at Pelicos. Oh, I say. Uh, 17 to hit. It does hit. Okie dokie. Uh, please take 9 points of bludgeoning damage as you are whacked with a mace. Ow! That stung. Uh, next in the order is Pelicos. Pelicosta Varies. Pelicosta Stinky. Um, <laughs> Pelicosta Stinky, shall, did you say? Stingy. Stingy, okay. Possibly Stinky. Pelicosta <laughs> Varies. Didn't all that vomit last episode. Uh, um, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Right, going to attack with my sword. Okay, keep going. Uh, the one on the left. Yep. Um, that would be a... Oh, gold. 17. That hits. Take that, you dollars. Five points. Uh, Dareth, you're up. Hello. I would like to... I'm going to try a thing. Okay. 
I'm not going to try that thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit of... Oh, see, I thought I had a plan, and yet, here we are. <laughs> I'm just going to cast some bloody thunder waves. Okay. Um, Does everyone have to make a deck save? Is that how it works? It's within a 15-foot cube. Yeah, okay. I'll say um, you centre it so that it doesn't hit your companions. Yes, and I'm going to go for the biggest one. If that's possible. Yep, sure. Okay, I'll make them all do deck saves. So it's con saves. Con saves. Yes. So the big one uh, gets a nineteen. I imagine that that's, that's saves. That's gonna save. Yeah. Uh, statue on the left. Uh, it's a nine, which I imagine does not, does not save. save. And the statue on the right. I think I hit them all. Yeah. Eleven. Does not save. Okay, so the two smaller statues do not save. What do they take? Uh, so they take. 18 damage, and the big one takes 9 Yowza. damage. 18 points of damage. Ouchie, ouchie. And, and the big one taking 9. Cool. Right, uh, Steph, you're up. I'm going to throw myself to the ground and start <laughs> worshipping the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm noticing a pattern here. <laughs> yes, you do seem to be worshipping things that are trying to kill us. <laughs> the timer, pass, the time passing, time, the time slipping away. Um, hey, it's nothing. Can oh you make God. a performance check for me? <laughs> I'm very good in bed, remember? <laughs> Seven. Okay, nothing happens. Um, <laughs> I am highly amused by Steph. This is quickly Steph becoming is one of my favourite characters. Yes. Um, the second statue, uh, the statue on the right goes next, and they swing a big old axe at Dereth. Yeah. That's my axe noise. Uh, 11 versus AC, I imagine, does not do it. That's my dodging an axe noise. Okay. Uh, uh, the giant statue goes next. Uh, it moves incredibly slowly, and all it can manage to do uh, for this turn is move its hand slowly and slowly towards its um, uh, great sword that it is carrying uh, and preparing an action. Uh, Tilda, you're next. Uh, I think that that's going to do some ouchie. Um, I am going to try and dodge past the statues and unlock the door at the other end of the room. Uh, okay, make... Uh, hmm. The statues are going to get attacks of opportunity on you. I'm using halfling nimbleness. Oh, does that mean you don't get... Um, uh, it means atta- something. I can't remember what. Uh, <laughs> dodge about like a maniac. Yeah, good uh, halfling uh, I can move through the space of a creature that is one size larger than me. I'll assume, uh, for the time being, I'll assume that that means you don't get attacks of opportunity against you. Okay, uh, make a... Well, you don't have... Hmm. Uh, the door is locked. I, yeah, I don't have locked picking, but I do have decks. Would it be a dex? Uh, if you don't have the tools to do it, how are you going no. to do it? Um, I'm going to just hit it with my sword and see if it breaks. Okay, sure. Which is not really Dex, is it? <laughs> yeah, just attack. Kind of yeah. You don't have to have a hairpin on you. It's always people always been told to use a hairpin. Uh, I I don't have a hairpin. My hair is all hobbity and flifty and not hobbity, halflingy, <laughs> non copyright infringing halflingy and kind of flifty and you know curly and sticks up all over the place and I don't really pin it. Um, have you got a hairpin? Me, I'm rolling around on the floor worshiping the uh, an hourglass. <laughs> Has anybody got a brooch pin? Pelicos, have you got anything tutorial about you? Um, 
I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Maybe there's a pin in my hat. Yeah, there should be a pin in the hat. I will say that you can find like a pin in your hat, say, but I will say that that takes your turn at finding it, and you'll have to do your lock picking on your next turn. That's fair enough. Uh, the statue on the left goes next, and they're going to aim their mace at Steph. Uh, because you're lying on the floor, I'm going to give them advantage. Uh, so 22 versus your armour, I imagine is probably going to hit... Yes. Uh, please take 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, oh, ouch. Uh, Pelikos. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's your Attacking go. Attacking again. Okay, go for it. Oh, wow. First 20. Ooh. A natural 20. Natural 20. Okay, do double damage then. Yay. 11 points. 11 points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you knock one of the statue's arms off. Wow. Uh, Derek, you're up. Is <laughs> that the arm carrying the weapon or the arm not carrying uh, the weapon? The arm not carrying the weapon, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to... How close are all of us together? Uh, I think you, Pelikos and Steph are kind of bunched together uh, with the uh, statue, the two the two small statues just in front of you. Uh, and then behind them is the lever and then behind that is the hourglass and then behind that is the, sta- the, the big statue. And then behind the big statue is uh, a couple of feet away is Tilda at the door. All right. So while Tilda's looking for the lockpick, I'm going to cast Tiny Hut. Okay. What is Tiny Hut? What does Tiny, Tiny Hut, Hut do? It's one of my new spells, and it's one of my favourites because it's really cute. Um, a 10 foot <laughs> radius of mobile dome of force springs into existence around and above you and remains stationary through the duration. Spell leaves if you exit its area. Nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside the dome with you. If The spell the spell fails if its area includes a larger creature or more than nine creatures. Creatures and objects within the dome, when you cast the spell, can move through it freely. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry dry regardless of the weather outside. Okay, um, I guess... Until the spell ends, you can command the interior to be dimly lit or dark. The dome is opaque from the outside of any colour you choose, but it's transparent from the inside, so I'm going to make it super teal. (laughs) Okay. And effectively, we can't take melee attacks. Okay, so I guess here. you're putting it around yourself, Pelikos, and Steph, yes. while keeping the statues Basically. out. Yeah, and and I can't leave it, but you two can. Okay, so right. Okay, so I guess uh, you three are now in an impenetrable, invisible hut that is. Oh, teal- no, it's not invisible. Sorry, it's teal. Uh, <laughs> a teal-coloured hut. Um, Steph, a it's your go. Hut. Anyway. It's like fortified Wendy House. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we're house now. So does this mean <laughs> I've been separated from the hourglass? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You can I'm see gonna it. Scream. No, no, no! <laughs> Take it away! Take it away! It's all right. We're protecting your right to worship. <laughs> you, can, you can still see it. it it's tinged <laughs> slightly teal, but you can still and see I, it. Um... You have a right to safely worship. But we're yes. protecting that. Yes. I'm going to turn in a frenzy and attack the cast of the spells. Oh, no! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. okay. Roll against Derek's AC, I guess. I told you! I told you not to trust him! 
Actually, I probably didn't. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do a hit on me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, what's the damage? Um. Ooh. Um. Uh. What do I need to roll for damage? Sorry. What should I roll? Um. Uh, what are you attacking with? I'm attacking with my short sword. No, I'm attacking with my. No, I'm attacking with my hands and my nails. I'm oh, that, I think that's D four plus strength. Yeah, D four right. plus strength. Which is minus one, I think we. Can. Yeah. Oh, one. So zero. <laughs> you just kind no, of two, two. Oh, and okay. Two, okay. Oh, one, okay, so one. you just kind of slap Dareth in the face. <laughs> I fall over. <laughs> I, think, I don't take much damage, but I'm very startled, and I lo- no longer trust this gorgeous rat boy. Um, I think the statues all kind of glance at each other, slightly confused <laughs> at this point. away from me! They can't. Uh, one of the statues is going to turn around and walk over to Tilda and attack you, because oh. you're not in the in the hut. Not in the Wendy Uh That's going to be... 14 versus your armour. Oh, my armour is 14. So uh, the stack. prize goes to the attacker, I'm afraid. Uh, so go ahead and scoop up. Uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage as the mace comes slamming into Ooh, you. Mace to the face. Uh, the giant yeah. statue now stands to its full height and uh, raises its... Uh, incredibly large mace uh you see now that the sand in the hourglass is uh about two-thirds gone uh tilda it's your go oh right i, I was picking the lock wasn't i sorry okay, um, yeah, um... i just threw something down the stairs um... <laughs> uh i'll put uh, i need to put, i keep forgetting to put ursula into the um I'll, oh yeah ursula i'll put her into the into the actually yeah i'll have her go now she's gonna do a bite attack uh, on uh, yeah, the, the one that just attacked Tilda. I guess a natural 20. Okay. Good dog. Yes. Okay. Uh, what a good girl. Two, well, that's two ones, so that's two, <laughs> she's two points of damage. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Uslan is trying to defend your honour. Uh, so you're trying to pick the lock, so make a dexterity to... check. Uh, 15. Uh, that is insufficient. Uh, you click, 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 and I think, yeah, you just pull your um, pin away and it's slightly bent. Uh, the other statue goes next, and that one is also going to close in on Tilda and do an attack. Uh, well, 13 versus AC, which does not hit. Uh, it swings and uh, bounces off the wall. Uh, Pelicos. Right, while they're distracted, I'm going to jump out and try and pull the lever back. Okay, uh, you make a strength check. 19. Okay, yep, yeah, you pull the lever and uh, all the sand rises back up into the top of the hourglass. Ha <laughs> I win! Uh, <laughs> uh, Dareth, you're next. Um, I'm, slight- I- I- I'm feeling bad about my tiny hut backfiring um, and <laughs> causing... Tilda to just be attacked. Um, what was I the... would like to be in the tiny hut now. <laughs> you were attacked. Big hut. No, 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 no. It was t- no, no, never mind. Um, I think I'm going to step outside my tiny hut and dissipate her, and the sort of like shrug off my bad idea as a bad idea. Aww. And it was a bad idea. It was a yes. I think if you'd all been together, it would have been fine. Um, 
And I'm going to cast a little bit of dissonant whispers on the big one. Okay, go for it. Wisdom save a 14, please. Okay. Uh, 11. Does not save. Okay. Two, three, four. Oop. 12. Okay, cool. Uh, a little bit of dust comes off uh, the side of it. Uh, Steph, it's your go. Um, I'm going to get up. So, um, my goodness, I'm terribly sorry. I'm not quite sure what came over me there. Um, I should probably be taking the statue, shouldn't I? Um, and then I'll be able to worship the hourglass. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm terribly sorry. I don't know what came over these things. Come over me sometimes. I'm terribly sorry. But, um, yes. Um, and I'm going to launch myself at the statue with my. Short Can you quickly make a charisma check for me? Three. Uh, I don't think Dareth is entirely convinced. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think we why. need the dice for that. <laughs> uh, so you're attacking uh, one of the statues. Go for it. Yes. Should attack one of the smaller statues. Yeah. 18. Ooh, that hits. Hey! Ooh. It's my, my religious fury. <laughs> <laughs> two. So two points of damage. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you knock another... Uh, I think you knock part of its shoulder off. And the statue looks a bit unhappy about that. Uh, the other statue goes next and is going to try and do a slam on Pelicos. Ah. Uh, 14 versus AC. Uh, 14 is the AC. Okay, sorry, that goes to the attacker. Yep. So please take seven points of bludgeoning damage as you are slapped across the jaw with a big rock hand. Ow! The giant uh, statue goes next and uh, lifts its massive um, mace and is going to aim it down at Dareth. No! Uh... A natural one... Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I think you dive out of the way just as it slams into the ground and makes a massive divot. Uh, Ursula goes next and is going to try and do a bite on one of the statues. I think the one on the left, because that's the weaker one. Uh, that's 15 versus... And that, yeah, that is the AC, so that hits. And she does... Four points of damage! She rips, I think it's other arm off now, and uh, it, the statue looks very sad for itself. Well, he's uh, armless now. He's armless now, yeah. Uh, That's handy. The. Uh, when did you pull that? Okay, okay. So, Tilda, it's your go. Right. Uh, what did it say next to the hourglass again? It said, uh, the patient must pass the test. See, I think that putting the sand at the top of the hourglass is just making all the statues keep moving and I think that we need to destroy the hourglass I'm I'm firmly convinced of this I also don't think it's a good idea to be worshipping big hourglasses because it makes it go a bit weird Um, I am going to fire my longbow at the hourglass and see if I can break it and I would like to do a double attack if that's okay yeah go for it because I am wearing a Robin Hobbit hat yes you are (laughs) Right, so I got... Uh, oh, that's no good. There's a five. Nope. Which, nope. And... Ten. Uh, nope. Uh, both okay. of your arrows just go ping, ping, off the side of the hourglass. Uh, next statue goes 
and they're go well they're armless and they uh, just kind of shuffle along the ground and um very Monty Python Black Knight style try and <laughs> kick uh Dareth's shins. Um I think that's gonna be six versus AC, which, I, <laughs> which I'm glad. I, I start don't know singing what. the can can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invincible. Um, Pelikos, you're up. Um, ooh, I oh, think as it's time. your go, uh, Pelikos, the uh, sand is now half gone from the hourglass. Do you think I should turn it again? Uh, till no. The... Right. <laughs> um, I'm just Definitely going. Definitely not. Right. I'm going to cast Chaos Bolt at the big statue. Okay, go for it. Chaos Bolt, what does that do? Chaos Bolt. Well, sometimes if I hit, um, it does 2d8 plus 1d6 damage. Wowzer. Uh, Yes. It's an undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy. I love a warbling mass of chaotic energy. (laughs) Which sounds a bit like me on a Sunday morning. (laughs) Um, So, basically, it's a to-hit job. Okay, go for it. Um, I get a plus five on that. Oh, natural 20. Oh, okay, roll your double damage. Wow, does that get double damage on that? Blimey. Usually, a natural 20 is double damage. You're going to make a dent in him. Okay, this is good. So, Pelikos raises his arm, and out comes Psychic. It's a psychic wave of 12, 19, 25 points of damage. Youch! Uh, it didn't like that. Uh, I think one of the big statue's arms falls off. Uh, yeah, so a big nice. warbling mass of chaos <laughs> just blasts them. Undulating <laughs> warbling mass of chaos. Uh, um, I don't think I can top that. Um, uh, I think I'm also going to try and attack the hourglass with my rapier. Okay, go for it. <laughs> That's encouraging you. Um, that's a. See, the dog thinks he shouldn't be attacking the hourglass. The dog, no, this isn't the dog. That's a 23. That uh, hits. Okay. That's going to be 10 damage. Okay. Cool. Uh, Steph. I'm going to turn on Tilda, screaming, How, how dare you attack the hourglass? You must not attack the hourglass. <laughs> you are a crazy cleric type person. And I knew I was right not to trust you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to attack her. Um, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> crazy uh, rat boy. <laughs> Come on, then they'll have you. Come on. Ooh, 15. Uh, I think that hits your AC. Hit. Yes, ow. Yeah, so roll a ow. d6. Uh, six, six. Five. Five points of damage. <laughs> oh dear! You see, this uh, blaspheme against the passing judges of time. Uh, so the second statue goes next, and it is going to wield its axe at Steph. Uh, that's nineteen versus AC. I imagine that hits. That's it. Uh, please go ahead and take fifteen points of slashing damage. Jeez. Um, I think that means I may be dead. Oh no! What? 
I've already taken 12 points of slashing damage earlier. I think you had 33 head point, hit points, if I recall correctly, so you should still have, uh, like, five points left. You're probably not feeling very well. No, I'm not mm. feeling very well. Uh, the uh, giant uh, statue uh, raises its mace again and is going to aim at Dereth. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that was a natural 20. Bring it. It's going to be a bad one. Ooh, that's a lot of rolling. Oh, no. Please take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Not dead yet. Uh, the sand in the hourglass is nearly gone. Uh, Ursula goes next and is going to attack the giant uh, in retaliation. Thanks, Ursula. Uh, that's 19 versus AC, which does indeed hit. And she does another four points of damage to it. Ah, she's a good girl. Tilda, you're up. Right, yeah. Um, I could, if I was feeling generous, cast Cure Wounds on Steph. But instead, <laughs> I'm going to punch him in the face. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. On the floor, unconscious. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Okay. Uh, roll plus your strength. Um. Oh, sorry. Sorry. At twenty-two. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I think it's a D four plus your strength, isn't it? Uh. Yeah. For unarmed attack. So D four plus two. Yeah. Five. Okay. I think that it, I think you are not unconscious, Steph. Uh, I know we're supposed to be focusing on the big giant <laughs> statues and stuff, but... The, um, the armless statue uh, reaches down and its two arms leap from the ground and reattach. And the uh, statue regains... Well, no, seven points of health. I say! Is that, is that because the hourglass has run out? Uh, Pelicos, it is nearly run out. You reckon there's probably about six seconds worth left in there. I'm going to trust Tilda and not turn it. Are you doing something else? Hmm. Yes. I'm going to cast Firebolt. Of course. At, um, the one who's just got his shoulders back. Okay. <laughs> uh, do I have to roll or do you roll? Um, it's a plus, it's a hit thing again. Okay. So I'm just going to check the t- TNCs on it. <laughs> I like that. The terms and conditions on spells. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it should be... That is 16. Okay, that, that hits. hits. Um, and it's 1d10, I believe. Oh, that's 10. Ooh, youch. 10 points. Uh, ah! it's, both its arms fall off again. <laughs> Did they fall off with some kind of comedy clang clang sound? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Dareth. How about you? Just as oh, you no. prepare to cast your next spell, the last of the sand drips through the hourglass. The tall giant raises its hands, its mace above... Uh, oh, sorry, its one remaining hand, and lifts its giant mace above as if to strike. And then it freezes in place, as do the other two. And Tilda, the door, click, clicks open. You are right. Points, please. <laughs> Tilda, I'll give you a point of inspiration. Thank you. For you solved my 
hourglass puzzle. <laughs> Yay! What you needed to do was sit there. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you'd sat inside your tent, it would have folded up solved the puzzle. <laughs> if you'd called Tilda over and got her to sit in the tent, it would have been fine. If um, I hadn't pulled the lever... <laughs> if you hadn't pulled the lever, well, yes, then, then Steph might not be unconscious. Uh, yeah, let's resolve this. What are you doing about Steph? <laughs> Looking down, eyebrows raised. He's very Surely pretty. tempted to leave her in a pile on the floor. He's very, very pretty. Well, it's not his fault. He's a fanatical worshipper of the company. It's very... It's like I came out of bad influences at a young age. Well, he is very pretty. I'm not... To be fair, I did sigh and I cast... I sigh did... and I cast cure wounds. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we, uh... did a... we did attack entropy, which wasn't a very good idea. <laughs> um, would you like to regain 16 points of health? Oh, yes. Uh, leaps to my feet. You, yeah, you. I was about to say you sit Steph down for, for a good talking to. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. We do not leave this room until Steph has been very much told of the consequences of his actions. Well, while we're doing that, I think I'm going to sit and drink some new milk. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you regain. Uh, I can't remember how much new milk. It's, I believe it's 3D6 plus 3. So. Yeah, it's very good milk. Oh, Once I stop dropping the dice, it's, it's new. Everybody's talking about it. It is. I'm going to use one yeah. of my healing soaps. Okay. Oh yes, me 16. too. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to yeah. use a healing soap. I only regained six points of damage from that. Oh well, still better than now. Yeah, you got a big clobber in. I did. Let me just say, uh, you're really lucky because two of those rolls were ones. I would have died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready for Dareth to die. And can I just point out, just as a kind of teaser, um, Sheriff Gladstone has an attack that does more damage. I already did. <laughs> so look, look, look forward to that. Um, so, uh, after you've... Um, okay, let's, let's, what do you say to Steph to try and resolve this? I'm tempted to just kind of move on and pretend it didn't happen, but no, I feel like we have to we have to establish character development here. If we take you forward with us on this adventure, can we trust you not to attack us again? Well, if you blaspheme against the terrible, endless, chaos gods of entropy, what do you expect is going to happen to you? It wasn't any exactly. blaspheming. Dareth made a heart break. There was nothing to do with blaspheming going on there. She like I made a heart, and you. But you took me away from it. You took me away from it. You put a barrier between me and the hourglass. I should like to point out. Don't know why you're behaving as assuming that I'm the one who's being unreasonable here. (laughs) I should like to point out that we were protecting your right to worship. I feel this is a very important point. How can you be protecting someone's right to worship by putting a wall between them and the thing they are trying to worship? You could see through the wall. Because there was a giant thing outside the wall that wanted to squish you into the ground. And to be honest, I think we probably should have let it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but you dealt with it, didn't you? Well... We've now ascertained all we needed to do was sit and wait. And you, you were no help, and you were no help with the big flashy light fish either. The big flashy light fish was a minion of the chaos gods. Or the big flashy light fish was going to eat me. With hindsight, it may just have been a fish. 
It's more likely that it was just a fish. It was more likely that there are no chaos gods, and you are just an arse. (laughs) Do you want me to attack you again? I think what we have here is a failure to communicate. Bring it on! Uh, I think as you're having this uh, discussion slash argument... You invited me along. You you know the strange powers of the strange godlike being that controls me by... Saying what it is that I do, you must have invited you along because I got so you because your house was full of rice. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't my house. What were you doing in it? It's full of rice. Don't mention that again. Don't mention the rice. You set me off again now. My rice. You'll be all right in the end. All rice in the end. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) Be all rice on the night. And I will be all rice in the end once we're dead. But. (laughs) <laughs> which may come sooner than we think I come sooner than you were anticipating Tilda you... no bothering like... uh, I think you can all agree though that you are all here to save uh, Harriet from this prison <laughs> uh, oh yeah that's why we're here yeah you yes. do have a quest uh, Harriet... Let's not yes. <laughs> hello we've broken into prison by mistake <laughs> Uh, you have this discussion as you're walking uh, up the next uh, passageway. Uh, it leads you uh, deeper and then rises and then falls and then rises again. Uh, and eventually uh, you feel a slight breeze on your faces. Uh, you come to a slightly wider space. Uh, there is a door in front of you uh, and there is a door above you, a uh, sort of trap door in the ceiling. Uh, it's a little bit above Pelicos's head. So if you like... Okay. I'm uh, going to move out from underneath the trap door. <laughs> okay. I've done these before. Uh, what do you do? I'd like to knock on the door in front of us. Okay, you knock on the door and nothing happens. Is it locked? Nope. Why don't we just go through it? Uh, you open the door and uh, you see a large cavern that is stuffed to the brim uh, with old barrels and crates. I thought you were going to say rice for a minute. <laughs> What's in the barrels and crates? Rice. Rice. <laughs> uh, can you make a perception check? Twelve. Thirteen. That's cocked. Fourteen. Four. Uh, Steph, you are sort of turning your face away from the barrels of rice. Uh, you see on the ceiling there are a series of large uh, pipes uh, that crisscross across the ceiling. There are a series of large pipes on the ceiling that are crisscrossing each other. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> Where are they going? Uh, they are coming uh, coming from various directions. Oh. Where do Where we are go? they going to? Various directions. <laughs> oh. There's a surprise. Uh, Should we have a look in the can, barrels? Uh, yeah, you, you've already looked in the barrels. They have rice in them. Oh. Oh, they did. I thought it was just a joke. No. <laughs> Sorry, I know it is hard to tell sometimes. Have <laughs> we got anything we can cook just with? Joke. Don't joke about rice. Never joke about rice again. <laughs> Steph cursing I'll fate. You I'll attack you too. Anybody makes a joke about rice? Yeah, there is Have nothing else. Anything to cook with? <laughs> uh, I guess you could if you wanted to cook some rice. <laughs> just, you know, what's. Take the opportunity. All right. Yeah, sure. You you guys take it. Like, let's say you take a short rest and eat some rice. Maybe Steph doesn't eat the rice. Maybe Steph is too traumatized. <laughs> I'm not going to eat rice. I'm not going to eat the rice. Or maybe you eat the rice as vengeance. Rice. Interesting possibility. I will eat the rice. I will eat the rice. As Thank vengeance. You. <laughs> uh, as vengeance. 
Yeah, you all take a short rest, so uh, heal yourselves up a little bit. Um, I'm sure Dareth needs it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you need food and rest and more food. <laughs> That's your solution yeah, to everything. Always. It's, it's a good solution. It, it is a good solution. I don't disagree. I've done a fair bit of healing. Uh, okay. Uh, As a note, while we're having a break, I've discovered a D1. Oh. I've got, I've got a D1. What, what is the point of a D1? You roll it and it gives you a 1. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most rubbish dice in the world. Oh no, there's going to be some brilliant use for that. Somebody gets a magical item and finds out that it does D1 damage and they get very confused. <laughs> At least it's consistent. Thing I've got says roll 1D1. Total 1. <laughs> and then you can... That's incredible. I love that. I'm, I'm trying to visualise it in my a head. One-sided dice. I'm sure I can, it's, a, a it's a D1, a ball, or is a ball so. an infinite dice? I can't. <laughs> D infinity. <laughs> so it's my like a, I can be priest the number of dice. So if I roll three D1s, I get a three. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a way of sort of getting around the mechanic that you can't just do a set amount of damage. So it says, well. You technically well, can. If you do 20d1 damage, that's always going to be 20 points of damage. Um, okay. Uh, you spend a bit of time uh, during your rest uh, investigating this large room. You get the impression that it's just a storage room. Uh, there are no other ways out. Uh, the pipes above uh, are... You give them. Yeah, you clamber up and you give them a tap and they are empty. Uh, there's nothing in them currently. Did they used to be some kind of rice transporting? <laughs> uh, make an insight check for me. So I have no insight. Uh, with sixteen, uh, you recognise that these are that some of them are um, waste pipes, some of them are wash pipes. So this is the kind of plumbing, yeah. uh, which I think you are intimately familiar with after your adventure. Yes, I, I don't want to get involved in any more plumbing. <laughs> Well, really? if it's our only option. I don't care if it's our only option. I have seen the inside of enough sewers to last several lifetimes now. Uh, so you know that trap door mm-hmm. outside yes. that leads up to the ceiling where the pipes are? Is that like a plumbing hatch? Pro- I yeah, I think, I think yeah, you can put two and two together there, yeah. So that would just get us into the plumbing. You're going to make us go in the plumbing, aren't you? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You both. Quick, quickly. <laughs> I'm going to Change go and have things. a look at that trapdoor. Okay. Uh, you investigate the trapdoor. Uh, there is a small uh, lock on it uh, if you want to do your thieves tool uh, jiggery pokery. Sorry, I just dropped my d20 in the bin. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you quit D&D. That's, how you, no. that's how you get in that one. Right. So what did I roll? I have rolled a 17 plus dex. Plus proficiency, yeah. I think yeah. that's going to do it, yeah. Yeah, you swing the trapdoor open and uh, you poke your head up through into the room above. Uh, eventually, I think you all cl- clamber up through. Uh, you find yourselves in a somewhat dark room. Uh, it's not well lit. Uh, how many of you have dark vision? I have dark vision. I think I as a half-elf, you probably do. I think I do. Yeah. I'm half rat, so I probably do. Oh yeah, you definitely do. Uh, those with dark vision, you can see that uh, this is uh, it's quite a large room. You can see that it is a large storage room, uh, but um, 
somewhat different to the one below. Uh, there's a smell of uh, meat and vegetables and things. And uh, again, there are some crates and things around. Uh, but as you investigate them, uh, you find that they are full of uh, dried meats, uh, fruit, vegetables, uh, and spices, that kind of thing. Pelikos, Dareth, and Steph, can you all make wisdom saving throws for me? Oh, God. Nine. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Three. You all hear a faint music that is playing somewhere in this building. It's so faint that you barely hear it. I think, Dareth, you're the one who kind of identifies it as music. The rest of you, you just feel a slight vibration in your feet and coming through the air and into the rest of your body. Am I not hearing this uh, at all? You are not hearing this at all. Uh, but you three can hear it and you feel it. And as you are now in the great prison of Alcatraz, and as this music hits you, for your duration here, you cannot use magic. Fuck. Campaign Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. Steph was played by Anna Smith Spark. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music was by Matt Corner and Alex Mason. Full details on where you can find their music is in the description. You can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk on Twitter at thecampaigncast on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast and at soundcloud.com forward slash joel-corner that's j-o-e-l hyphen c-o-r-n-a-h and at joelcorner.com In next week's episode we enter the prison of Owls Catraz. It's tough on magic, tough on the causes of magic. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.